Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit streetlevelradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Street Level Radio. We're in 2 Corinthians chapter 7 today, beginning in verse 1. Paul the Apostle, writing to this church in Corinth, says, Having therefore these promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all defilement of flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Now Paul's here speaking with the voice of the Father. And in chapter 6, if you were with us last time, with the promise of an intimate fellowship in exchange for a committed obedience. He now begins chapter 7 with the word, Therefore, or in light of this promise, let's cleanse ourselves from all defilement of flesh and spirit. Now Paul's directive here is surely not meant to be a club, but I think rather a rose. For he is reaching out to these believers with the word, Beloved. His directive was coming from a heart of brotherhood and love. We cannot miss a precise language here of the text. He says, let us cleanse ourselves. As we spoke of in the last chapter, here lies again the issue of both free will as well as discipline in our lives. God provides his power to change us through the anointing, the infilling of his Holy Spirit. But we must make both the decision and the effort to allow God to do in us and through us what he needs to, quote, conform us into the image of his son, end quote. Check out 2 Peter 1, verse 3 for a little more on this subject. Sins of the flesh, things like drunkenness and gluttony, sexual sin. Sins of the spirit, stuff like pride and conceit and rebellion and unbelief. This is the things that Paul is speaking of. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 16 says, Wash yourselves. Make yourself clean. Put away the evil of your doings from before my eyes. Cease to do evil. Look, we cannot escape the fact that living the true Christian life is going to require some effort on our part. Now he will do his part. That's not in question. But will we? Pastor John Corson made comment on this. He said, In the Old Testament, leprosy is a very appropriate picture of sin, for it begins seemingly insignificantly, but spreads insidiously. When Naaman, a prominent Syrian ruler who had contracted this terrible disease, was told by his servant girl that there was a prophet in Israel who could cure him, he sent a message to the king of Israel who, in turn, sent for Elisha expecting Elisha to pronounce some sort of magical incantation over him, Naaman was wroth when Elisha told him to wash in the Jordan River seven times. After all, Naaman thought the Jordan was nothing more than a muddy creek compared to the rivers in his own country. Thus, Scripture says he turned and went away in a rage. But his servants didn't give up so easily. If Elisha had asked you to do something difficult, you would have done it, they said to Naaman. Therefore, why not see what happens if you comply with this seemingly simple command? So Naaman did, indeed, dip himself into the Jordan seven times, in the number of completion, by the way, and he came out healed and whole, end quote. 
You see, by our obedient action, we are, in essence, perfecting holiness in our lives. Such a position will never be reached and never maintained in this life, yet in our passion, we seek to become more like Christ with every passing day. All of this should be motivated by a fear of God. The loss of that respect and submissive fear has had indeed a profound negative effect upon the modern church today. When we cease to fear Him, we cease to obey Him, remember He holds our very breath in His hands. Verse 2 of our text says, Open your hearts to us. We wronged no one. We corrupted no one. We took advantage of no one. So now Paul here, he's speaking of what was apparently at least the beginning of a heart of repentance and a subsequent revival of spirit in the Corinthian church. All he had taught in the first letter, and thus far in the second letter, was now to bring this body of believers to this point. Seemed to instinctively sense that there could very well be, in response to the things he had said, a real knee-jerk reaction, if you will, from those within the church there in Corinth. He he now implores them to open their hearts to him. You know, despite his critics, and every pastor worth his salt has some, Paul's life and character were righteous and his intentions, well, transparent. He hadn't taken advantage of anyone. He hadn't come to pass the offering plate so he could better his lifestyle. In fact, he had only preached the word and without holding back, without padding its meaning. That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit BelieversTogether.com. <laughs>